Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour and a half, I'm sorry, in the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Buster Rhymes, why he had to lose 100 pounds due to his health, why Bruce Willis was kicked out of a store in L.A., What made, who inspired Victoria Beckham to... Uh, leave the Spice Girls altogether. Why is Laverne Cox pulling out of a film about sex workers? And who is the latest recording artist to sell her entire catalog? Let's get started. Roll it. A.G. Up on the blog and I'm chilling up in NYC. Up on the train and the radio is all I need. In the fuse is the left news. I let see this entertainment. Who became famous? Number one source of pop culture. Radio or not, we gon' chase it. That's entertainment. Save adolescents from the ghetto conversation. Gotta make a change in that's entertainment. Wednesdays afternoon at 1 p.m. So baby, don't forget the tune. The bins is nice, the jazz is the better cruise. There is no car by wind. listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about it, click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656, and press the number 1. Again, that's 347-637-2656. Six five six and press the number one. Also, we are on Facebook. We have a fan page. Just go to www.facebook.com slash that's entertainment dot radio. Follow us on Twitter at that's entertain one. That's T H A T S entertain and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at stiletto fourteen. Stiletto like the shoe. S T I L E T T O and the number fourteen. And you can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a partly cloudy 43 degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout out to all my listeners out there and around the world. Thank you for once again hanging out with me on this Wednesday afternoon. So Happy New Year. This is the first show of the new year. And it was only six days in of the new year where there was a uh, riot on Capitol Hill last week. Uh, We were on the air, but all hell broke loose at the Capitol. Uh, Right now, um, impeachment hearings are going on as we speak, and Trump will be the second president in history to be impeached twice. That's right, twice. So, uh, you know, we thought that, um, you know, the coronavirus was always the big issue as far as more people, more deaths occurred during the opening of the new year. But then this riot happened last week at the Capitol, and, you know, a lot of people have opinions, and a lot of people are outraged and angry that there was a threat on our democracy, and we want to see justice done. Um, And once again, Trump is insinuating that he did nothing wrong, as usual. But with the new year comes the latest in entertainment. I always say uh, it's the uh, new year, but it's the same old Hollywood. And this week we're going to be talking about Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes got candid for the very first time about his uh, uh, incredible weight loss this year, and now we find out what was the, why it was so imperative for him to lose his weight. Uh, he was on Tamron Hall's show this week, early this week, ta- telling her things that he would he no, never told anybody about his weight loss and about a health crisis that happened to him that really caused him to say, you know what, let me step it up, let me get healthy. We're going to be talking about that. Uh, Bruce Willis is in the news, and um, 
Apparently, this A-list actor was kicked out of an L.A. store for refusing to wear a mask. He left the store without uh, buying anything, but he later, people already went in saying, you know, you know, how could you, you're exposing everyone to the coronavirus. We don't give a damn if you're Bruce Willis. You still need to wear a mask. And what's ironic, just a month ago, his daughter, Rumor, urged people, urged on her Instagram account to people to wear a mask because she thought she was exposed by someone with the coronavirus who did not wear a face covering during her encounter. So we're going to be talking about that. Victoria Beckham. Now we know the real reason why, what caused Victoria Beckham to uh, step away from the Spice Girls. And you never guess who inspired her. Sir Elton John. That's right. Elton John inspired her to step away from the Spice Girls. I'll tell you more about it. And Laverne Cox uh, has pulled out of a film about sex workers, and one of the reasons was because she got a lot of backlash from actual uh, people, actual sex workers, criticizing how they, she could do a film about that not knowing anything about the profession or the, the, the work. So she pulled out, and uh, she gives her opinion on why she felt it was important for her to pull out. And Shakira is the latest recording artist to sell her entire catalog. We're talking about 145 songs. That's right. You know her hits like Laundry Service, uh, Hips Don't Lie, Whenever, Wherever, those hit songs. Um and she's not. She's not. She's just a, a list, a long list of celebrities because uh, Bob Dylan sold his catalog, Stevie Nicks, Lindsey Buckingham, all of them sold their catalog. So she's just the latest. And uh, say by the Spell star Dustin Diamond, you know him uh, for his four season run as the as. Screech on Say by the Bell. Well, apparently he's been suffering a mysterious illness. According to a spokesperson, they think it might be cancer, but they're still running tests. And now um, Netflix has just announced that they're going to release one new movie every week in 2021. Every around on Tuesday, every week, a new movie. So let's get started. Uh, Buster Wimes isn't busting loose anymore, okay? The hip-hop legend is about, he he recently opened up about how he lost 100 pounds within a year. He was weighing in at 254. He is 48 years old, and he said he initially gained weight following the death of two important men in his life, his father and his friend and longtime manager Chris Lighty. And this is what he said. He said, I felt cheated. The two people I wanted to see me win were no longer here to see it. Now, Buster Rhymes, whose real name is Trevor Smith Jr., this is what he revealed to Men's Health magazine. And due to the devastating losses, the rapper and lyricist known for his masculine physique let himself go with poor diet habits and ending his workout regimen. During an incident in 2019, one of his sons discovered him asleep in his car struggling to breathe, and Rhyme said that it took his son and his security team 20 minutes to wake him and get him inside. A throat doctor later discovered that there was pulps in his throat, restricting 90% of his breathing, and he had to have emergency surgery. On Monday, the former Electra Entertainment superstar appeared on Tamron Hall to discuss his weight loss journey. Rhyme said that the moment he knew his weight gain had gotten out of control was during a video shoot. He said that um, he had to put. He, he there was a scene where he was wearing all white with a headband, and it, it really showed how badly out of shape that he was on camera. Because when he went into the dressing room, they had to duct tape his stomach down. And he said it was difficult because he said it was the most difficult reality check in his life. And he never shared that. He never shared that information with anyone on this planet. Another reckoning moment happened for the father of six when one of his sons unknowingly gave him a reality check. 
He said that the moment came when uh, what really cut him deep was when he started to hear conversations from his kids. And this is what he told Tamron Hall. He said the younger one, uh, before he graduated from high school, sometime when he would come out of the bedroom in the morning, he would put his hand out and give him a dab on the way to the bathroom. And his son would walk past him, and instead of giving him the dab or slapping him on the head, he was slapping him on the stomach. He didn't mean no harm unintentionally, but it was becoming annoying to Buster Rhymes. It was like he was indirectly saying to him, you got to get rid of this gut, Pop. And he did that. Uh, shortly after the surgery, uh, Buster Rhymes discovered bodybuilder Dexter Jackson online after Jackson had tagged him in a workout video while playing his signature song, Put Your Hands Where My Eyes Could See. Now, Buster Ryan simply moved to Jacksonville, Florida for a 30-day kickstart to his training program, and he did it and also adhered to a usual new diet where he ate every two and a half hours, sometimes consisting of 12 egg whites, oatmeal, and a 10-ounce steak. The multi-Grammy nominee who released his latest album, Extinction Level, Event 2, The Wrath of God, last October, told Hall about his new lease on life. And this is what Buster Rhymes said, quote, I can honestly say for the first time in a long time I'm feeling like I'm floating on a whole nother planet, plane of energy. And, I'm ne- and I've been noticing that I've been com- comfortably saying that and actually feeling like I ain't lying to nobody this time. You know us being in this entertainment industry, we got to come out here, we, we're getting in front of these cameras. It doesn't ma- matter how horrible the day was, we got to put on a good show on for these people and be these great liars sometimes. I just, I'm just at a point in my life as a grown mar- man where I want to be comfortable being truthful and I also want to be comfortable sharing the truth because I'm become empowered by my vulnerability, and I could not be more happier in seeing and knowing that my children is proud of me. I couldn't be more happier than to finally pull out music where I can introduce people to new sides of my life that I never felt comfortable enough sharing, even after 29 years of professionally recording, unquote. Um, good for Buster Rhymes. You know, since this pandemic has started, a lot of people have started to really take their health seriously. I know uh, people, since we can't really go to the gym as much or people who are afraid to go, they're building home gyms, they're going out to the park, they're eating right. And since, you know, we can't go and eat out like we used to. People are staying home, cooking their own meals, exercising, doing their uh, their shakes, uh, nutritional shakes. They really, because, you know, a lot of times, um, depending on how much weight you're carrying, you know, if you have any pre-existing conditions, the coronavirus is not too kind. And a lot of people saying, you know, I'm going to have to start taking, get myself together and start taking care of myself because, you know, not just only for the coronavirus, but, you know, for other issues as well. And see, the good thing about the human body, it lets you know when there's something wrong, certain things happens to the body. Sometimes there's certain aches or certain pains that don't go away, and it's just a signal to let tell you, tell your body and tell yourself, I think it's time to go visit the doctor. But I'm so glad to hear that Buster Rhymes is getting back into shape because he, you know, when he started out in this business, he was a, you know, he was, he had the eight, the six pack, he was in shape, but you know, certain things happen in your life that cause you to fall off a little bit, so congratulations to Buster Rhymes. Um, Bruce Willis has broken his silence after he was reportedly kicked out of an L.A. store for refusing to wear a mask. After the incident made headlines, the actor released a statement to seemingly express his remorse. This is what Bruce Willis told people on uh, late on Tuesday, January 12th. He said it was an error in judgment. Quote, the Sixth Sense uh, star didn't even offer much else on the explanation regarding the incident, but implored fans to be safe out there and let everyone, he, and he, he wanted to tell everyone to make sure you continue to mask up. 
Now, Bruce was photographed not wearing a mask while visiting a Rite Aid in Los Angeles on Sunday, January 10th. He was photographed wearing a black jacket, a striped T-shirt, jeans, and a bandana around his neck. Now, according to page six, which first reported the news, people at the store was upset that the 65-year-old didn't lift the bandana and put it over his mouth when he was asked to. After he refused to cover his face, he was asked to leave the store by an employee. He was said subsequently departing without making a purchase. Now, after the news and his massless photo went viral, the John McClane of the Die Hard film franchise became trending on Twitter, and he was heavily criticized. And this is what some people were saying on Twitter. One uh, person wrote, quote, turn out. Alan Rickman was the hero, and Bruce Willis was the villain. Miss you, Alan. You're a D, Bruce. And and who um, he, they were referring to Alan Rickman, who um, Alan Rickman was the villain in the first Die Hard uh, movie. And uh, ironically, just a month ago, Bruce Willis' daughter, Rumor Willis, urged her Instagram followers to wear a mask after learning she had been exposed to someone with the coronavirus who did not wear a face covering during their encounter. Thankfully, rumor tested negative for COVID-19 several days later. You got to wear that mask. There are too many people out here dying, suffering, and it, it could be all avoided if people just take the necessary precautions. Uh, You know, just the other day they were showing uh, this family out in California, speaking of California, where this woman had lost her mother and her stepfather, and she had to have the funeral in in the, the parking lot. I don't know if it was a parking lot of the hospital, but it was outside in the parking lot. And I I can't remember her name. One of the CNN reporters, uh, she was give, talking about the story, and she broke down. She got really emotional because this is. She said this was the tenth or twelfth time she had to cover a story like that, and it gets to you. And she was saying that you know we just have to, just really you don't want you don't want your family members to go out like this. You don't want them to suffer like this. Just wear your mask. Take it seriously. It's not a joke out here. Right now, we got 17 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week between 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern Time, I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you want to know more about the show or you want to know more about all the shows here on Block Talk Radio, just click on the, the uh the follow-up button on top of the show page, it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Make sure you uh, like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at thatsentertain1. That's T-H-A-T-S, entertain, and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at stiletto14, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. And you can also follow me on Instagram at tjonesgibbs. Victoria Beckham was inspired to step away from the Spice Girl by Sir Elton John. The mother of four shot the fame as a member of the girl group, and though she stayed with them throughout their chart career, their 2007 reunion and 2012 appearance at the London Olympics, she declined to join in with their later plans, including a 2016 reunion, which was axed after Jerry Horner fell pregnant and a 2019 concert tour. And writing a letter to her future self in Britain's Vogue magazine, Victoria admitted it was seeing her dear friend, Elton John, Sir Elton John, perform that made her realize she'd never be passionate about music. And this is what she said, quote, Remember years ago watching your dear friend Elton John on stage in Las Vegas? He performed Tiny Dancer as if it was the first time. And you realize that this was like oxygen for him. It was like life-changing moment. While singing and dancing was fun for you, it wasn't your passion. That day you started your quest to uncover your own dreams. It was time to step away from being a Spice Girl. For the first time you was venturing out on your own, and it was terrifying. It was scary to close a chapter that defined you, unquote. After launching her own fashion empire and diversifying into beauty, Victoria hinted she also had other projects in the pipeline and would continue to ignore her critics. 
So in other words, it she just it just wasn't in her. It, she her passion wasn't in it. And you know, the way she saw Sir Elton John perform, you can tell he loves it. He loves it. He he, he it was in the way he sang, he sang the song, the passion and the feeling. And I'm going to tell you something. You know when you go to a live show, you can tell when an artist is not feeling the music. You can tell when the artist is just doesn't feel like singing that day because they they don't show the passion, they don't show the feeling. You can t- actually tell. And and you know, you're coming up here on stage, people are paying to see you. They're spending a lot of money to see you perform and dance and sing and whatever. And you're up there like, ugh, blah, like, you know, ugh, that there's no enthusiasm, there's no energy, and it's not fair to the people who pay to see it, and it's not fair to you. So it was like an awakening for her. Uh, Laverne Cox had pulled out of a film about sex, sex workers following a backlash. The Orange is a New Black Star had been due to executive produce Sell by Date, a documentary based on Sarah Jones' one-woman show alongside Meryl Streep and Rashida Jones. However, the production had faced criticism for potential, potentially co- contributing to the stigma around sex work. Tagging Laverne in the post, one Twitter user wrote, quote, Just what the world needs, another movie where non-sex workers debate whether sex work is exploitative, exploitative or empowering. Another person wrote, quote, This project is everything you're supposedly against. Stop trying to tell sex workers' stories by ignoring and doxing them. Another person added, as a sex worker, I get be, I get being mis in, misrepresented. I mean, people in Hollywood are still doing sex workers documentaries without talking to actual sex workers. Unquote. Uh, in response, Laverne explained she was pulling out of the project because she didn't feel she is in an emotional place to deal with any of the outrage. In a statement, she shared, quote, when I agreed to come on as an executive producer of Sell by Day, I did so because I was deeply moved by Sarah Jones' brilliant play and her unbelievable, undeniable talent as an artist, as an actor. I signed on to support her incredible talent. I have so much love for her as a human being, but I'm not in the emotional place to deal with the outrage by some around my participation in this project, so I have decided to pull out, unquote. The 48-year-old star went on to post an old video in which she discussed the need to discriminalize sex work. Director and actress Sarah, who plays multiple characters inspired by real people in her 2016 sex industry play, later wished Laverne well and thanked her for her support so far. The documentary reportedly focused on equality of race, sexism, and poverty, as well as in criminal justice through the lens of the debate surrounding the sex industry and will explore whether sex work is exploitative or empowering. Sarah has defended the documentary and urged people not to write off the project before seeing it. Shakira will be shaking her hips all the way to the bank. The Colombian singer and songwriter has sold her entire catalog, 145 songs, to a British investment firm. And Hypnosis Songs Fund Limited, which recently bought half of Neil Young's catalog, has purchased 100% of her discography, including global hits like Whenever, Whenever, and Hips Don't Lie. The three-time Grammy winner has sold more than 80 million records during her career, beginning with her multi-platinum debut international album, uh, P.S. Descazos. In 1995, her first English-language album, the 2001 Laundry Service, sold more than 13 million copies. The financial details of the deal was not disclosed. With concerts shut down due to the COVID-19 pandemic, several artists, including Bob Dylan, Stevie Nicks, and Lindsey Buckingham, have all sold their catalogs. Dustin Diamond, uh, the child star best known for his four-season run as gangly high schooler Screech on Saved by the Bell and the spinoff Saved by the Bell, the new class, is at a Florida hospital suffering from a mysterious illness. The 44-year-old actor was taken to get checked out last weekend after experiencing body pains. Uh, 
a source close to Diamond revealed that uh, cancer is likely the prognosis, though doctors are still running tests to figure out what is wrong. The stunning revelation comes amid a resurgence in Saved by the Bell, which rebooted a 10-episode season last November. All of the main stars of the nostalgia show that ran from 1989 to 1992 appeared on the updated series except for Diamond. Now, Diamond's career has veered south following the show's conclusion with uh, forgettable fairs such as Scavenger Killers and College Fright Night. In 2006, he shared, uh, starred in a low-budget porn flick called Screech. He later admitted a stunt double was used in uh, 2013. And Diamond was arrested in 2014 for stabbing a man at a Wisconsin bar and later spent three months in jail for the crime. He was, uh, and that was back in 2016, he was back behind uh, bars on a parole violation following his release. Although Peacock has yet to reveal if a second season of Saved by the Bell is in the offing, the series has been a surprise critical hit. And an Australian is now replacing another Australian for the title role of Lucille Ball in a new film. Nicole Kidman is slated to take Kate Blanchett's place in the biopic Being the Ricardos, and she and Javier Bardem are reportedly in talks with screenwriter and now director Aaron Sorkin. Sorkin, who initially penned the script and got Blanchett to sign onto the project, has decided to also direct the Amazon film. And now he's talking to both Kidman and Bardem, and the film is set during one production week of I Love Lucy, Monday's table read through Friday audience filming, when Lucy and Desi face a crisis that could end their careers and another that could end their marriage. The trailblazing comedian who died in 1989 at the age of 77 is still lauded today as a feminist, feminist icon. The Lucy Show was one of the first sitcom whose uh, protagonist was a woman without a husband. Now, Sorkin is reportedly still seeking his friend in Ethel Merz, who was played by William Frawley and Vivian Vance. The film is authorized and supported by the children of the couple who divorced in 1960. Lucy and Desi Arnaz Jr. are involved in the authorized biopic, which also utilized the memoirs written by each of their parents. Production dates for the new film are up in the air amid the COVID-19 pandemic. And it's a streamer's dream. Uh, Netflix, on Tuesday, confirmed it will release at least one new movie every week of 2021. Many of the projects feature famous names, including Bruce, starring and directed by Halle Berry, The Woman in the Window, led by Amy Adams, and Red Notice, featuring Gal Gadot, Dwayne Johnson, and Ryan Reynolds. A promo shared by the streaming service Tuesday included short films from many of the films as well as videos of some of the stars teasing their projects. Many of the projects feature, feature famous names including A Bruise, starring and directed by Halle Berry, The Woman in the Window, led by Amy Adams, and Red Notice. And a promo... Of the uh, a promo shared by the streaming service Tuesday includes some short clips from many of the films, as well as the video of some of the stars teasing their project. Jennifer Garner, whose comedy Yes Day was included in the promo, saying, quote, I love making a movie my whole family can watch. Although many of the release dates for Netflix upcoming filming has not been officially announced, a few big ones are coming in the near future. Uh, that includes Malcolm and Marie starring John David Washington and Zendaya, which debuts fe- February 5th. Other movies coming to Netflix in 2021 include Melissa McCarthy and Octavia Spencer, Thunder Force, as well as the political satire Don't Look Up, which stars Jennifer Lawrence, Kate Blanchett, and Leonardo DiCaprio. Hamilton creator and star Lin-Manuel Miranda, meanwhile, will release his directorial debut, Tick, Tick, Boom, starring Andrew Garfield and Vanessa Hutchins. Uh, right now we have uh, 28 minutes uh, after the hour. Coming up, um, I'm going to give you the latest on uh, Tom Hanks. Uh, he's getting ready to uh, celebrate the inauguration with President-elect Joe Biden and Vice President-elect uh, Kamala Harris. And uh, Donald Trump is losing another social media platform. Paul McCarthy, filmmaker daughter Mary, is also getting ready to direct a feature-length documentary about the world-famous Abbey Road Studio. 
And the bosses at the Screen Actors Guild has been left extremely disappointed after it was announced that the Grammy Awards would take place on the same date due to the COVID-19 pandemic as the SAG Awards. All those stories and more coming up in the next half hour, so don't go anywhere. Number one source of entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with the host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio. 
we have 25 minutes left remaining in the show. That was the latest from her and Damage. Before we went to the break, I was telling you about Tom Hanks. He has has been uh, has the task of, of bringing the country back together. Uh, the beloved actor will host a star-studded primetime special to celebrate the inauguration of President-elect Joe Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris after swearing in next week. The presidential inaugural committee had announced this today. The 90-minute program, does Celebrating America, will showcase the American people resilient. Her- uh, heroism and unified commitment to coming together as a nation to heal and rebuild and celebrate American heroes like frontline workers, healthcare workers, teachers, and ordinary citizens giving back and breaking barriers. Justin Timberlake, John Bon Jovi, Demi Lovato, and Aunt Clemens are all set to perform with more guests expected to be announced later. The special beginning at 8.30 p.m. Eastern next Wednesday will air live on ABC, CBS, CNN, NBC, and MSNBC. Donald Trump is losing another social media platform to channel his opinions and aspirations. The president's official YouTube channel has been suspended in the wake of the violent siege at the Capitol Hill that turned deadly last week and potentially longer. Announcing the decision uh, late Tuesday, January 12, Google cited the potential for violence in restriction Trump's channels from uploading new content for at least a week. Uh, This is what they said. After review and in light of concern about the ongoing potential for violence, we removed new content uploaded to Donald J. Trump channel for violating our policy, violating our policy. Uh, that's what the company's spokesperson said in a statement. Uh, as a result, in accordance with our, their long-standing strike system, the channel is now preventing from uploading new video or live stream in a minimum of seven days, which may be extended. YouTube will also indefinitely disable comments on Trump channel, given the ongoing concern about violence. YouTube didn't detail which video upload on Trump channel that earned him the the the, uh, the ban, uh, but the company said it will revisit the decision after the one-week timeout. YouTube also removed content from the White House channel for violating policies, and that's what the company told uh, CNN Business. YouTube is the latest social media platform that is limiting Trump access on its after Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat blocked the outgoing president. His speech and tweet that incited supporters to storm the Capitol building on January 6th were at the center of the issue. And following the ban, Trump blames big tech companies for dividing the nation. And speaking of Donald Trump, uh, his desire to leave a longtime legacy with his presidency has backfired. Uh, As his days in the office are numbered, the outgoing president has been blamed for the Capitol Hill riot, banned on Twitter, and now he's starting to be cut from home alone to lost in New York. And in the wake of the violent protests that caused the death of five people, including a cop, fans of the movies called for removal of Trump's cameo. In the 1992 cult Christmas film, Trump is featured in a scene where Macaulay Culkin's uh, Kevin McAllister asked Trump for directions while lost in New York. Digitally removed him from Home Alone 2 next, one fan wrote on Twitter. Another tweeted, Disney should remove Donald Trump from Home Alone 2. Some others demanded that Trump be replaced with former President Barack Obama or Trump's successor, Joe Biden, in the scene, with someone having launched a change.org petition for the replacement. Taking matters into their own hands, some Twitter folks have gone so as far as altering the scenes and replacing Trump with various public figures, including Christopher Plummer, Keanu Reeves, a Star Wars character, as well as an older version of Culkin. Prior to this, Trump cameo in Home Alone 2 was cut by Canadian Broadcast Corporation from the broadcast during the 2019 Christmas. The move was made to make more room for commercials. Meanwhile, back in November of 2020, the movie director Chris Columbus revealed that Trump was bullying his way into the movie as he demanded to be in the sequel in exchange for a permit to shoot in the lobby of the Plaza Hotel, which Trump owned at the time. Paul McCarthy, filmmaker daughter Mary, is to direct a feature-length documentary about the world-famous Abbey Road studio. If these walls could sing, the untold story of the studio where the Beatles recorded their legendary Abbey Road album will be produced by Oscar winner uh, John Batsick following a new development deal between 
his Ventureland and Mercury Studios. In a statement following news of the upcoming project, Mary said, quote, some of my earliest memories as a young child come from time spent at Abbey Road. Um, long way, uh, I've long wanted to tell the story of this historic historic place, and I couldn't be collaborating with a better team than John and Mercury Studios to make this creative ambition a reality. Unquote. A release date for If These Walls Could Sing had yet to be released, but it is expected that it will drop in conjunction with the recording studio's 90th anniversary celebration, which will kick off in November of this year. The project marked the first time Abbey Road has opened its door for a feature-length documentary and will include an all-star cast of interviews, unparalleled access to studios, and, of course, a spellbinding soundtrack, a press release promise. Mary, the daughter of Paul, and his late wife, Linda McCartney, first made a name for herself as a photographer before taking on the screen and now has seven directing credits to her name. She also produced a 2001 TV documentary called Wingspan about her father's musical career post-Beatles. And bosses at the Screen Actors Guild have been left extremely disappointed after it was announced the Grammy Awards would take place on March 14, 2021, due to the COVID-19 pandemic, the same day as the SAG Awards. Due to the surge in the number of coronavirus cases around the world, Grammy bosses made the decision to move the ceremony from January 31st to March. However, the new date means the award would take place on the same day as the SAG Awards, which is considered to be one of the four most award ceremonies in the film industry. Uh, reacting to the clash, officials from the Screen Actor Guild, American Federation of Television, and radio artists said in the statement, quote, we are extremely disappointed to hear of the conflicting date, March 14, announced today for this year's Grammy Awards telecast, unquote. The statement continues to reveal that bosses at the Actors Union are already in discussions with Recording Academy officials who run the Grammy Awards about the class. And actress Elizabeth Olsen was caught off guard when her window vision, I'm sorry, WandaVision co-star Paul Bettany flew into rage after she told him to take care of his snot. That's right. The star plays a quirky superhero couple in the new Disney Plus Marvel series, and Olsen reveals she tested their friendship when she decided to tell Paul about his runny nose. She tells Good Morning America that they had worked with each other for about six years, and they never have never been in a legitimate argument until she mentioned to him that while he was painted painted purple and kissing her, his snot had dripped onto his face, onto her face. That is when he got so genuinely angry and defensive. Olsen said, quote, it was so shocking after all this time, that's, that's what made him really mad at me. We got over it quickly, but it was definitely a weird moment, unquote. One Division also star Tiana Paris, Catherine Hahn, Randall Park, and Kat Dennings. The project is just one of many series in development at the Mouse House streaming service following the conclusion of Phase 3 of Marvel Cinematic Universe, which started with Captain America Civil War in 2016 and ended with Spider-Man Far From Home in 2019. The other project includes Hawkeye starring Jeremy Renner and Haley Steinfeld, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier starring Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan, Loki starring Tom Hiddleston, What If starring Jeffrey Wright, Miss Marvel starring um, Iman Villani, Moon Knight with Oscar Isaac attached to play the lead role, and She-Hulk with Tatiana Maslany, rumor to be the main heroine. Uh, Kara Stone and Curtis Stone will be among the top chefs helping Selena Gomez become a better cook in the upcoming second season of her hit HBO Max show, Selena and Chef. The singer and actress shared a teaser for the new season on social media on Monday, January 11, revealing she'll be back in the kitchen with her grandfather, learning how to perfect some of her favorite meals with the help of virtual experts, also including Graham Elliott, Artie Sakira, and Jose Andreas. In the teaser, one cooking session goes uh, awry when a flame leaps from a walk and set off the star's smoke detector, but the finished results of her effort look scrumptious as she tackles uh, Asian banana fosters and mold chicken with the help of her virtual chef. Other professional chefs will be featured are Curtis Stone, J.J. Johnson, Jordan Andino, Kellis Roger, and Marcus Samuelson. 
the first season of Selena and Chef launched last summer, and the pop star and uh, Sakira uh, prepared her Thanksgiving holiday special. Selena and Artie friendgiving in November when the Indian chief helped Gomez cooked a turkey for the first time. Gomez would continue to donate thousands to a food-related charity of the professional's chef, choosing at the end of each episode. The second season of the hit streaming show will be available from January 21, 2021. Right now we got uh, 15 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another break, and I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere. from Michael from the East, his new single, Belong. Right now, we only got a few minutes left, and for the last remaining stories of the day, 
Sarah Jessica Parker, Cynthia Nixon, and Christian Davis are reuniting for a long-await Sex in the City revival. Parker, who portrayed writer Carrie Bradshaw in the beloved TV series and movie, confirmed the news on Sunday, January 10th, by posting a teaser ad on Instagram. The footage features scenes of life in New York City as someone typed, and just like that, the story continues. HBO Max has given a series order, and just like that, a new chapter of the groundbreaking HBO series Sex in the City from executive producer Michael Patrick King and starring Sarah Jessica Parker, Cynthia Nixon, and Christian Davis. The new Max original series based on the book Sex in the City by Candace Burchnell and the original TV series created by Darren Starr. The series will feature Carrie, Miranda, and Charlotte as they navigated the journey from the complicated realities of life and friendship in their 30s to the even more complicated realities of life and friendships in their 50s. The 10-episode half-hour series is scheduled to begin production in New York in late spring. The 10-episode limited series title, And Just Like That, will air exclusively on streaming site HBO Max. Sex and the City director Michael Patrick King will return as executive producer alongside the trio who will prize their characters, Bradshaw, Miranda Hobbs, and Charlotte York. Kim Cottrell made it clear she would not be bringing her character, Samantha Jones, back several years ago when Parker first talked about the project. The new show is scheduled to begin production in New York later this year. Darren Star adaptation of Candace Burchell's book ran for 94 episodes on HBO between 1998 to 2004. It was followed by two movies in 2008 and 2010. A third movie was teased, but following Cottrell's decision not to take part, it was abandoned. Filmmaker Spike Lee's kids, Satchel and Jackson, has been named as 2021's Global Glow Ambassadors by members of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. The pick marked the first time two siblings of color had been handed the title, while Jackson is the first black male ambassador. Golden Globe ambassadors who are always the kids of Hollywood stars assist during the award show and raise awareness about a charity of their choice. Satchel has chosen Colin Lord, which provides health care for LGBTQ communities, while Jackson picked Big Brothers Big Sisters of America, which works to empower young people. The HFPA will be donating 25000 to each cause. Congratulating their kids, Spike, a three-time Golden Globe nominee, and his producer wife, Tanya Lewis-Lee, urged the pair to have fun as Golden Globe's ambassadors. The siblings succeed uh, Pierce Bronson kids, Dylan and Paris, who served in the position last year. The 78th Annual Golden Globe Awards are expected to take place on February 28th, and the nominations are expected to be announced on February 3rd. The date was originally occupied by the Oscars, but the Academy moved the event to the end of April 2021 as a result of the coronavirus pandemic, which has frozen the Globe's film industry for months. And as a result of the change, the eligibility requirements for movies has been extended by two months, with films released in January and February now able to compete. Preliminary voting will begin on February 1st and end on February 5th, with nomination voting ending a month later when the Oscar nominations will be announced. Nick Jonas is in early talk to play Frankie Valli in an upcoming streaming event performance of the Tony Award-winning Broadway musical Jersey Boys. Graham King, the brains behind the Bohemian Rhapsody biopic, is reportedly plotting the special, which will be similar to the Hamilton event, which airs on Disney Plus last summer. Deadline sources claim Jonas will sing uh, Valley's back catalog with the four seasons as part of the show, which traces the band's origin from Newark, New Jersey, to, New Jersey, to the top of the charts. Other details of the project are still scarce, but Frankie Valley was previously portrayed by John Lloyd Mills Young in Broadway and in the 2014 movie version directed by Clint Eastwood. The rest of the band members were played by Eric Bergen, Michael Lamenda, and Vincent Piazza in the big screen adaptation. Nick Jonas had been singing since he was young as a Disney star alongside his two brothers, Kevin and Joe Jonas. With the Jonas Brothers, he dropped five studio albums. The latest one, Happiness Begins, came out in 2019. The band hit number one with the album and the lead single, Sucker. Nick additionally released four albums without his brother. His last solo LP last year was complicated, arrived in 2016. And acting-wise, the former Disney star appeared in numerous TV shows on the Mouse House channel and starred in movies like Careful, What You Wish For, Goat, 
Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. I'm sorry, Goat was the name of the movie, and Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, and Jumanji, The Next Level. He also took part in theater productions such as Annie, Get Your Gun, Beauty and the Beast, Les Miserables, The Sound of Music, Hairspray, and How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying. And the Kardashians have filmed their last scene of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. The reality show is set to end after the series. And sibling Kim, Khloe, and Kourtney Kardashian, and Kendall, and Kylie Jenner, and their mom, Kris Jenner, has reunited to film the last dinner scene of the E! program after 14 years of being on the air. Kim shared a video from the set where she showed her millions of followers herself getting her microphone fitted for the final time. She also showed off the table setting where each of the family was giving a special customized emoji as their place setting. Back in September of 2020, it was confirmed that Keeping Up with the Kardashian will end in 2021. And Dr. Dre's alleged violent abuse on his estranged wife, Nicole Young, has has been detailed in court documents. Just days before the record producer was hospitalized due to a brain aneurysm, uh, Nicole filed papers describing the moment that allegedly threatened her safety. Nicole said in the divorce document obtained by the Daily Mail that the hip-hop mogul, whose real name is Andre Rommel Young, once held a gun to her head, punched her in the face, and slammed her against a wall, lifting her off her uh, feet by her neck. Now, Nicole admits she never reported the alleged abuse to police during their marriage because of fear that uh, that had outweighed any confidence that she had in the police that could help her. Now, Dr. Dre previously denied that he ever abused his then wife. Nicole filed for divorce from Dre in June of 2020 after almost 25 years of marriage. She is now fighting in court for her share in the 55-year-old estate, $1 billion estate. Um, last week, she agreed to pay. Uh, he, Dr. Dre, agreed to pay the code two million in spousal support. You know, when I heard the story, I wasn't surprised because Dr. Dre has a history of beating women. I mean, look at um, R&B singer uh, uh, Michelle A. And uh, there was a reporter from was it Five Magazine that uh, mentioned on Wendy Williams that uh, she uh, Drake didn't like the question that she was asking. Um, I think when that's when he was with N.W.A. Um, I gotta double check that. And after she left, she they they had beat her up allegedly. So I wasn't surprised to hear about this. Twenty five years, he's doing this. And I'm not surprised. He said he, and you know, he said, "Oh, I didn't do." Yeah, he did. I believe he did, because he has a history of this. Um, Tyler Perry hit drama series The Have and the Have Not is set to end with its current eighth season. The TV show, based on Perry's play of the same name, saw John Snyder and Tika Sumter as wealthy family members who had to navigate the complicated dynamics with their employees. It was the first scripted original series to launch on the Oprah Winfrey Network, owned back in 2013, and the news of its conclusion emerged ahead of the mid-season finale, which airs on Tuesday, uh, which aired on Tuesday, January 12th. So it aired last night. The final eight episodes of season eight, written and executive produced by Perry, are set to premiere in May. In the dramatic final eight episodes with a finale no one will ever see coming, the wealthy residents of Savannah, Georgia, are involved in a true-to-life Greek tragedy as Judge Jim Cryer, played by Snyder, and his rich friends find out what happens when personal flaws go unchecked. Karma has not been kind to the elite one-percenters. And Chadwick Boseman's widow has spoken out publicly for the first time since he lost his battle with colon cancer. Five months after her husband passed away, Tyler uh, Simone uh, Ledward uh, accepted the Actors' Tribute Award on his behalf at the 30th Gotham Award and fought back her tears in her speech. She delivered her emotional tribute in a video that aired during the Independent Filmmaker Project annual ceremony on Monday night, January 11th. Uh, Chadwick died in late August of 2020 after keeping his cancer battle a secret for four years. The Black Panther star was 43 at the time of his death. And writer and actress Issa Rae is giving aspiring creators the chance to learn all about show business in a special master class course. The insecure co-creator will share the secret to her success and offer up advice on how to develop ideas and handle feedback in 14 video lessons offered to members of the online learning company. 
Um, Masterclass was launched in 2015 and has provided more than 100 classes across subjects, including arts and entertainment, business, design, and style, sports, and gaming, and writing. Among Masterclass instructors include RuPaul, Shonda Rhimes, Alicia Keys, Ken Burns, David Mamet, and former Disney CEO Bob Eager. Uh, Issa Rae is the latest celebrity to join the members-only platform, platform, which offer courses on a host of skills and talents, the likes of singer-songwriter Alicia Keys, TV mogul Shonda Rhimes, and playwright David Mamet. Uh, that will do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to Vast Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb. Have a great week. Stay safe, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care.